Hey guys, what's up? My name's Ines. I write kissing books. And today, I'm having a bit of a breakdown about marching to the beats of a romance. Can you hear the drums? Let's break it down. In addition to the 12 pacing points that we talked about previously, each genre of popular fiction has beats that the readers are expecting to hear or read. If you don't hit these beats in your story, it's kind of like a record scratch and it's gonna mess with the reader's enjoyment. It's your job, not only as a writer in the genre, but as a reader of the genre to know these beats. I read kissing books, so I know the romance beats. Forwards, backwards, sideways, upwards, and down. Wanna know the beats that I hear every time I read, write, or listen to a love story? Here it goes. The first beat that I hear is the ordinary world beat. In the ordinary world is when you introduce your hero or heroes and heroine or heroines and the world. All plotting methods have this point. This is where you establish everything that your reader needs to know in order to step into the ordinary world of the main character. But at the same time, you wanna make sure that you are hooking your reader by showing them that extraordinary situation or the extraordinary qualities of your hero or heroine. And if you know how, say the cat. Here also sets up the hero's want, that goal that they plan to achieve by the story's end. If we take a look at my favorite romantic sitcom, Coupling by Stephen Moffat, Stephen Moffat introduces the ordinary world by first introducing us to our hero, Steve. Steve is breaking up with his longtime girlfriend or trying very hard to break up with his longtime girlfriend, Jane. But Jane keeps suggesting things like they have sex instead which always seems to derail poor Steve. In this ordinary world, we're also introduced to our heroine, Susan. Susan is being broken up with by her fun buddy, Patrick, who thought that they were in an actual relationship. The next beat that I hear in romances is the meet cute. The meet cute is the first time that the hero and heroine meet on the page. Even if they knew each other before, and this is a second chance or office romance where they have previously met and interacted with each other, the meet cute is the first time that the reader sees them on the page together. So it should be memorable. In coupling, <laughs> Steve and Susan meet in the loo. That's the ladies' bathroom for those non-Brits. This meet cute takes place as Steve is once again trying to break up with his girlfriend, Jane, who has once again <laughs> suggested that, that they have sex instead of breaking up. The next beat that I hear in every romance is the adhesion point. The adhesion beat is the reason that the love interests must remain together for the duration of the story. Think trope. Think marriage is convenience. There's some reason that these two have to get married. Maybe it's to gain an inheritance. Maybe it's to gain acceptance. Or an offense romance. Maybe this boss employee and they are maybe they're trying to keep it secret. Or maybe the boss needs to have a fake girlfriend in order to look um, conservative enough to uh, impress another company. Maybe they're fake dating and there's a reason that they have to fake date. Maybe it's a science fiction romance and the heroine's been abducted by aliens. <laughs> the adhesion point is usually the whole trope of what's happening in the story. For coupling, Steve asks Susan out in the ladies' room as he's in the middle of trying to break up with Jane again. Of course, this is going to come back and bite him in the butt. 
The next beat that I always encounter in a romance story is the fun and games. In television and film, there's a term called the montage. It's typically used as a shorthand to convey a complex idea quickly. On screen, the montage is a series of clips from different scenes and or sequences to convey an idea. And the idea of the fun and games is particular to romance because it's the falling in love scenes. It's all the evidence of falling in love, the long walks, the getting ice cream, the sneaking glances, the picnics, the dancing. In romance novels, this is often told in a handful of scenes and or narrative summary in act two. It's the scenes that the reader can always point back to those pages and say that's when they fell in love. It's the test allies and enemies plot point of the hero's journey. It's the antithesis phase in the save the cat model, which features the promise of the premise. It's the falling in love phase of the romance beats, which features the inkling of desire, the deepening of desire, and the maybe this could work beats. In coupling, Steve's BFF, whose name is Jeff, once dated Susan, and Jeff is very nervous about what Susan might say about their time together. Meanwhile, after Susan is dumped by her ex, Patrick, her BFF, whose name is Sally, decides to ask Patrick out. Poor Steve is still trying to ditch his ex, Jane, and leaves her a voice message that gets cut off at the worst possible moment of the whole, it's not you, it's me speech, which leads us to the dark moment beat, where typically the hero and the heroine break up. And I always ask, do they have to break up? And I don't think so. I think there has to be a test. I think the characters have to lose some of the ground that they gained earlier during that fun and games montage of act two, and that they're gonna have to fight in order to break through act three. But they can only do this if they use the tools, the lessons, the tests, the allies and the enemies that they've accumulated along the way in act two. In coupling, Everyone shows up at Steve and Susan's date, including Steve's ex, who announces to the room that she's his girlfriend. But when Jane realizes that Steve's on a date with Susan, she's incensed and she breaks up with Steve. Finally! <laughs> Which brings us to the grand gesture beat in a romance. And I believe that the character who has the most to lose or who has changed the most is the one that makes the overture. But it's always more satisfying when the guy is the one that gives that grand gesture. In the grand gesture, they have to prove that they've learned the lessons. There's often a callback to the fun and games of act two. In coupling, Steve and Susan are trying to get their friends and their exes to leave the restaurant where they're trying to have their first date. Susan huffs and says, what do I have to do? Show you guys a breast to make you leave? And all of them line up to see her boob, <laughs> including Steve, her date, whose reasoning is that he doesn't want to be abreast behind the rest of them. The last beat of a romance is the happily ever after or the happy for now. Romances always, always end happily, either happily ever after or happy for now. In coupling, everyone stays for Steve and Susan's first date as a new friendship and a new relationship is forged. Susan and Steve determine that they'll take this new relationship one breast at a time. <laughs> That's seven beats, eight if you count Steve's intro 
to his ordinary world and Susan's intro to the ordinary world. In this pilot episode of Coupling, all of this is done in under 30 minutes. You have a whole book, thousands of words to hit all of these beats. Do you have to hit them all? If you're writing a romance, I would. You want to hit the reader's expectations because that makes you an auto-buy. And if you miss one of these in a romance, then it might be like a record scratch and they might hesitate the next time that you have a new release. Marching to the beats to keep readers bopping to your love song or your love story, I think that's the way to go. I also love mysteries featuring romance and romantic suspense. We'll march to those beats too in the upcoming episodes. Do you want a more in-depth exploration of pacing? You should try out my course, Pace Turner Pacing, How to Write a Binge-Worthy Novel in 21 Days at AnnesWrites.com forward slash PTP for Pace Turner Pacing. Do you want to break down movies and shows like Coupling with me live? You should join me on Teleparty. You can find out the viewing schedule at AnnesWrites.com forward slash breakdown. In the meantime, you guys know what to do. You go and you get them words. And I'll try to keep it together until the next time that we break it down. I'll see you then. Bye.